Welcome to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Marie Pierre, your host for this podcast. Now, on this show, we spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about how to fix problems, like where you can find a good geriatric doctor who can help dad with depression, how to foolproof your home, etc., etc. But instead of seeing, of seeing caregiving as just a series of problems to solve, what if we thought about it as an opportunity to engage with our loved ones and help them share their wisdom with our communities? So today we invited Jose Rivera, um, Assistant Director of Senior Engagement and Connection at Baker Replay. Um, Jose is here to help us think differently about caregiving and aging. What are some ways we can think creatively about engaging with our loved ones? What wisdom do older folks have to share with a bigger community? And how can we disrupt aging every day in our own lives? Coming up on Prepare to Care. So Jose, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you have like such a cool title, Assistant Director of Senior Engagement and Connection at Baker Replay. So Baker Ripley is is part of Sheltering Arms, is that it? Yeah, so Baker Ripley, I think a little over, I don't want to get caught with the wrong number, but about 5 years ago merged with Sheltering Arms Senior Division. So okay. we're the shelter we're the senior division for the Baker Ripley organization. Okay. Um but that's our legacy name Sheltering Arms. Um oh. we've been around for quite a few years um, providing senior services in the community. Assistant Director of Senior Engagement and Connection. How cool of a title is that? Yeah, it's it, 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 it's a lot to get in one in one sentence sometimes, but you know, um, it, it's something I've gotten used to. I, I, I've been working um, at Sheltering Arms for a little over a year, but been with the agency six years. Um, and Jane Babineau, um, our vice president, um, when she was identifying uh, realignment of the division, created this position to. Um, kind of you know give a new give new opportunities of how we engage with older adults in the community and um just kind of take some community development aspects and and our appreciative inquiry approach that we use at baker ripley which is an aspirational approach of how we engage in communities and created this position so it's quite a long title and i'm actually in charge of our our volunteer services our um case management and the the piece that i'll be talking a bit about today um our intergenerational programming that we're we're doing connections and partnership and community. So you, know, you and I talked uh, for a few moments before this this show, and um, I had not personally thought about senior engagement, like you know, particularly on, on this podcast. Um, you know, we thought of of people being cared for, people being caregivers, but you say there's like a whole category of people out there who actually were seniors, who actually give a lot of their time. Yeah, or whatever time they could give. I, I think we have this notion when we think of, of, of growing older is that, you know, oh, well, it's just, you know, passing time and, you know, I, I need to get helped when um, now more than ever we need to have um, perspectives and skill sets that our older adult population brings to the table. Um, you know, whether it's um, providing mentoring programs at our schools, um, you know, we all know some of the challenges we face in this city right. with the school system. You know, how can we engage retired um, professionals to, to work with students in, um, in mentoring programs or even building upon co- conversations that they can't even have in their own home? 
um, to have reflections of themselves um, through an intergenerational perspective or um, doing a pen pal program that, you, that, could, that could be available for a homebound senior that can engage with, um, with, with youth at the school that, um, to do creative writing um, and, 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 and helping folks that way. Um, to even, you know, utilizing arts and craft initiatives that, you know, actually, you know, making something that gives back to someone else. Just, just, just the idea of engaging our, our community in, in, in a purposeful way. Um, science shows that, you know, helps, you know, um, become an antidote for physical and mental decline. Um, you know, and I really like, you know, what ARP with their campaign with Disrupt Aging, you know, I actually reference um, some of those videos as a toolkit when I talk to youth and when I talk to older adults that, you know, age is nothing but a number. So, you know, for what we put as perception becomes reality. So, you know, our purpose is how do we engage and kind of re re reframe that narrative into an opportunity versus something that's a negative. So tell me what you mentioned, intergenerational initiatives. So mm -hmm. that means pairing older people or engaging older people with younger folks. Yes. Uh, into a bunch of different initiatives. Um, how, how do you find the older people who want to do that? So we do it in different ways. Um, you know, what we've learned is, you know, um, that during our outreach initiatives, you know, we, we, we try to or we engage with different older um, senior well, with, with older group, um, adult groups that we 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 engage what's accessible. We kind of start with arts and crafts initiatives sometimes. And then we introduce the ideas like, well, hey, would you like be interested in this kind of initiative? And we actually um, instead of trying to dictate necessarily what happens next, we have a, a conversation and pose that question. What are some opportunities that you'd like to see? Um, for example, we've been doing this, you know, our arts and craft initiatives called Ageless Creatives that one of our colleagues um, helped create um, our, volunteer, our volunteer services coordinator. Um, and it's been a real hit in, in, in different community centers or different um, senior groups that we haven't tapped into ever uh, outside of our traditional community centers. Um, you know, so it just really depends, you know, where that audience is. I mean, we have a retiree that's an engineer, a soon to be retiree that's an engineer that wants to do STEM programming. And we're working with him how to, you know, to, on connection within the agency to connect with, with youth that we serve and also to support him on making curriculum. And, and that's been through some of the partnerships that we've made and, um, you know, trainings that we've had opportunities to engage with. Um, in that particular one, we, we were working with um, Penn State University. They have an intergenerational learning institute which is actually a leadership curriculum take catered towards older adults finding purpose-driven opportunities that they're passionate about. So sometimes we're just a connector from A to B. You know, we'll connect them to, you know, that resource and per help provide some of those pieces to, to get them to that next step and, and give support along the way. Um, but however, however we can make those connections, I think is just very important um, because we – we have this invaluable support system that we're just not, we're really underutilizing as a community. Tell me more, like what, what kind of support? Oh, you mean like older yes. folks being really a support system or having like lots of resources, lots of knowledge? Yes, yes, ex um, that, that's exactly it. That, you know, um, when we, when we, as, as we start rethinking what, you know, aging looks like, you know, um, and, and especially at a time right now when, when we need, what, what, what was the perspective, you know, when you were growing up? For example, yesterday we had our Excavating Wisdom 
uh, 2.0 session in, in East Aldine, which is a is a facilitated program that it's it, through storytelling we learn you know different perspectives and it's um, and we did a 60 second storytelling session and everybody so we took about two minutes each just to think and reflect and it, and and I gave some parameters it, it was actually a, a an exercise I learned at a conference recently in San Francisco that I was excited to do with this group okay. and um and you know they took two minutes and I and I was like utilizing a piece of clothing a picture that you find on your phone or just a memory that pops up we shared we shared these 60 second stories of, of any any kind of thing and it was just very fascinating to see the youth and seniors and the parallels and the connections of a family of uh of you know facing adversity of struggles with aging from a youth perspective and an what? older adult from perspective. A youth yes, perspective? Uh, one of the stories was 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 a youth, which was quite interesting. That she she showed this. She had a, a shirt uh, from her. It was like a band shirt from her freshman year, and it had like these stains on it. And she reflected. It was like I know what this was and this came from. And and then she her connection to to the story was is like you know this this makes me feel good uh, about you know when I was when I started and I, now I'm fearing getting ready to go to college. Interesting. So it was just, it was just quite neat um, to hear, you know, that perspective or, you know, even um, from, from our older adults, you know, sharing, you know, similar perspective or one of the powerful ones that, that, that uh, one of our seniors shared was a, was a photo. Um, but she gave the, she, she lost all her family photos and there was some incident that happened or they, and they lost, she lost everything. And then one night she 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 was searching on um, oh, ancestry.com and and then somehow she f- she was able to find her parents photo and then she kept that computer open till the morning till she could you know have the coordinator of the site print it for her and she shared it um I mean just these little sto- these little um, quick stories that were 60 seconds and it was just quite neat so I, I heard we heard a lot about family we heard a lot about the adversity and it was just um, so it was neat me, to see those perspectives. Sorry. Yeah. No. Tell me, what are the benefits of of being engaged? What do you see, you know, in those seniors that that volunteered and, and want that kind of engagement? Uh, what does that bring them? It it breaks down the sense of isolation. It it, it brings, um, and and I would say that brings out, you know, on both sides, um, the youth and the seniors, but um. You know, for example, yesterday I had one of one of our seniors that was like, "Oh, I'm just not, you know, not feeling it today," and you know, I'm not, I'm not myself. And then, you know, at the end, she was like, oh, "I had a great time." You know, I, you know, it, uh, I've had that those same comments from youth, like, "I needed this today." Um, you know, sometimes having a conversation of uh, with other folks that are outside of you know your normal perspective are just as vital as you know. Being able to speak at home or with our youth and some of in, our, in some in the communities that we serve and our, and our older adults, they don't have anybody that talks to them about these things. And I think in the United States, particularly, it's like you have this youth culture, um, um, you know, of people being in high school or college, like all by themselves with their age mm-hmm. group. Then you have the working folks who are doing their own thing, and then you have your older folks, right? Yes. And and the idea is like, oh well, if you're older, you know, you just go play Scrabble on your phone or something. You're absolutely right. And I think that's that that's the reframing that we really need to start looking at that, you know, um, we, we have this struggle, you know, even at community centers or in our communities that, you know, we break down in silos 
and we never tend to look to our left to our right and realize that you know there's a lot of commonality there and there's perspectives that are that that are, are quite valuable that you know hey somebody's walked this path before me somebody could give me this frame and perspective that otherwise i might not get um so i think that's what's really exciting about it it's kind of breaking some of these societal norms that we've gotten comfortable with um, and what what we're learning is that, you know, there's a lot more in common that we think. Um, there's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of moments that are touching. Um, but most importantly, like I said, it goes back to that core is, you know, the human condition. We, we need to connect. We need right. to be able to 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 have that. And, and, and we just want to create opportunities that make those that possible. So I think for a lot of seniors, I mean, the the idea or, or the image of people aging is, is is often, you know, in the media and so on, not represented in a in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to folks who maybe think this is interesting, but they think, well, I really, I don't know that that I'm gonna go there, you know, with like, you know, teenagers or whatever, you know. I'm, I don't know that it's for me. I'm a little afraid sure. of this. What would you say to them? Sure. I mean, I, I would say, you know, I and, and I'll be frank, it's, it's not for everybody. And that's perfectly okay. But, you know, it, it's also good to get out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. no matter what your age. You know, um, I, 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 um, it's just a great opportunity to keep your it's it's a great opportunity to learn something new and to learn something about you that you might not even know that existed uh, within and i and i so i i say try it um but it's something that you know i i think you know some of these 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 programs and initiatives aren't for everybody but we're here to be a connection and to listen and to see what opportunities might be um something that that's appealing you know it might be a skill that you want to share um you know i i think this concept goes beyond just having conversations but you know hey i want to teach a sewing class or i want to um you know i want to teach woodwork or i want to you know i these are these are things that you know knitting for example you know i talk to youth groups all the time you know and actually did a reverse kind of visioning session with youth of we um and and aside every time we meet we do these engagements and we hear the same things on both sides, you know, this, the youth talk about karaoke and seniors are like, I want to do a karaoke and I want to do, you know, do a movie night. Kids want to do knitting. I mean, things that you don't realize that, you know, you think everybody's caught up in, you know, in, in today's, you know, communication, I got to be on the phone world, but we want to get connected to real things. Right. And real experiences, and you know that's what this is. That makes sense. So what I'm hearing is there, there are wants and there are skills on both sides, and yes. and everybody's looking for that sense of connection. L- let me ask you a question. So I'm hearing new youth and older folks. Do you have older folks and adults? Yes. Uh, well, you that, do. Okay. When you think when you think intergenerational, people quickly um, assume youth and older adults, but it's the whole lifeline. You know the the, the age line spectrum. You know. Um, I learn stuff all the time. You know, every right. session is a new journey for me. Um, and, you know. Um, so are the programs from, from seniors to adults or the programs are most like from. Right now we have senior. youth and older adults, but we do have this program right now. It's a, actually a legacy storytelling program that actually pairs. It's called Wisdom Exchange and it pairs a, a, a high school a high school student with a college student. Um, and they and, and we're working with them to curate questions um, to actually do legacy interviews with um, folks in the community and, and our and our hope um, 
our hope with that is to be able to capture these stories in communities and actually document it one day so when you when when you when when you you could click a link or something in my vision or is like you could see third ward you could see north side and get these stories of what a so west like school oral was history yeah type thing? oral history stories um okay but you know you you know utilizing audio video which we're we're excited we're doing our first round of them you know, starting next week um of recording speaking some of, of that do you have like things going the other way like with technology with with youth and, and older folks yeah we've seen that at, with our community centers as well we have um student groups that that have that teach technology and things like that actually my, my first interaction with the 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 seniors that we're working with right now on excavated wisdom 2.0 was um a few years ago when i was working out in, Do- in aldean um we did um computer classes so i helped them i worked with them i think it was like a 10-week thing forgot how long it was um they 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 did and we set that they set up emails and most importantly set up their facebooks and that was about three years ago and 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 now they 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 like all my posts and you know and my and they and they message me all the time so it's it's a lot of fun um just to see um but they they feel connected they feel engaged um and so it's it's, you can see the interaction both ways right and i think that's what makes it you know a lot of fun and, and unique because you know um when you look at the age spectrum, you know, when you look at older adults and, and you look at youth, those are two populations that feel most isolated. When you see, unfortunately, the suicide rates that are happening with younger adults and 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 and, and, um, and, 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 and young folks right now, I mean, it's it's, a, it's challenging. Um, but, you know, these are opportunities that, you know, kind of bridge that gap that, you know, you, for even if it's just for an hour, you know, every other week, you know, the, the, the idea that, you know, it's creating a space that people look forward to and can reflect and actually take a moment to, you know, have the conversation, you know, it's just really nice. Nice. So if you had like um, one piece of advice for someone who wants to, to be engaged in that way, what would that be? I say, you know, um, you know, identify, you know, what the opportunity is that you want to be engaged and, 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 and make that connection. If it's, you know, I want to go volunteer at a school or if I want to, you know, be engaged with different initiatives. I know ARP has different volunteer opportunities and, um, and Baker Ripley as well, you know, our senior division, you know, I have, I have my, you know, we have our information that I'm happy to share about, you know, connecting. If you have an idea, you know, we're more than happy to, to connect and, and share those things. Yeah, why don't you do that? Do, is there like a website that people can go to? Sure, yeah. You could go to bakerripley.org um, and you could click under um, volunteers um, and you can see opportunities. You can learn more about our programming at our centers. But in specific to the programs that we talk about today, I mean, we, we, for our seniors division, um, you know, I, Crystal Gilliam is our volunteers service manager and um, she could be reached at 713-558-6335. And, um, you know, she, you know, we would be more than happy to, um, to chat more with you, or you could contact me directly at 713-558-6372. And my email is jrivera at bakerripley.org. And, you know, let's continue the conversation. That's what it's all about. And, you know, see how we could, you know, get you connected into an opportunity. Well, thank you, Jose. So, um, Today, we've spoken with Jose Rivera, Assistant Director of Senior Engagement and Connection at Baker Replay. Um, Jose helped us think positively and creatively about caregiving and aging. Thank you, Jose. Thanks for having me. As always, if you thought this podcast was helpful, or if you have friends or family who are new to caregiving, invite them to follow the Prepare to Care podcast 
at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp.org slash HoustonPTC. Again, that's www.aarp.org slash HoustonPTC. Take our Prepare to Care podcast survey. Help us improve future episodes or find other caregiving planning or local resources to help you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for caring.